Welcome to It's a Mad World. I'm Eve, your host. Tonight, our guest is Michelle Dickinson, author of Breaking Into My Life. She also transforms the mental health stigma in the workplace, communities, and schools. Thank you for coming on my podcast. My podcast is about getting your life back on track. What does mental health have to do with getting your life back on track? Why do you think mental health is important, Michelle? Well, thank you for asking. I am uh, very honored to be here to join you today to talk about mental health. Um, you know, I have a, a very interesting lens on mental health growing up with a mother who had bipolar disorder. Um, I. I was a child caregiver, and I think uh, a lot of people fundamentally are afraid of mental illness. Uh, so my experience had me want to write my book uh, to humanize mental health because I think through humanizing experiences, people can start to understand it. And with more education and understanding, we can remove the stigma. Do you feel people fear mental illness? And do you think that's a bad thing? Yeah, I think, you know, unfortunately, if you don't have a relationship to something, you are at the effects of what you hear. And uh, oftentimes mental illness gets connected to some of the most horrific things that we see in the media. And, And that can be a very limiting perspective. So I do think that there's opportunity for people to educate themselves, to learn more about um, mental illness and what it what it is like for someone who may be experiencing a depression or anxiety or uh, schizophrenia. Um, I do think um, that we can't leave it up to society to educate ourselves. We actually have to get out there and figure out and understand and go to websites like the National Alliance on Mental Illness and really start to um, understand it uh, because I don't think we... Uh, should fear it because where there's fear, um, there's no compassion, right? If you're afraid of something, it's really hard to step in the shoes of someone else and have compassion because you're so resistant to it. So lots of opportunity. And um, yeah, I, I definitely think that it's not something that should be feared because it's just the brain. The brain is just another organ. Michelle, what made you want to write Breaking Into My Life? Well, you know, I honestly never thought I would write a memoir. I never thought I would become a mental health advocate. (laughs) I just was a girl with a story. And I found myself uh, giving a TED Talk where I shared what the experience was like growing up with my bipolar mom and the highs and the lows of that experience and um, just the challenges that went along with um, being a caregiver. I think... uh, you know, there's a lot of great people out there who serve as caregivers to people with mental illness and they can get lost and it can be a very punishing experience. So when I told my TED uh, story, my story on the TED stage, it was received very well. And I said, you know, I'm receiving a lot of feedback and a lot of uh, compassion and it's causing people to come up to me and share their relationship to mental illness or their story around mental illness, whether they love someone or they suffer. 
So I thought I could write my story in a book, in my memoir, and really humanize it so more people could get a lens into what it's really like um, if they have had no experience with a mental illness or a loved one who had a mental illness. So so it was really around um, wanting to make a difference, but then also it was a very cathartic experience because it took about four years and I had to relive a lot of the, um, I guess the trauma or the, um, the negative impact of having a, a mother with a mental illness care for you. So it was very cathartic, but then at the end, um, I was able to use my story as a vehicle to cause conversations that weren't going to happen. So it turned out to really um, be the vehicle to make a difference. Michelle, do you feel that self-reflection is important? Oh, absolutely. I think, you know, we're all such complex human beings and we all have experiences that have shaped us. Um, And I think, you know, it's that curiosity as to why we are the way that we are um, that can really help us become better versions of ourselves. I went through a lot of therapy throughout my life. I still am in therapy. I still have a curiosity around the impact the events of my childhood have had on me and why I make choices that I do as an adult. Um, Absolutely. And I have the power to create my future. I'm not defined by my past. So I think the greatest gift in self-discovery and self-reflection is recognizing that, yeah, you may have a past that might not be pretty and might be painful, but you could reconcile that with yourself so that what lies ahead of you is a beautiful future that you get to create. You're not the victim. I agree with you um, on self-reflection. It's important to look back to see what you've done and why you've done it. Um, And there's quite a, this year has been a lot of self-reflection, a lot of seeing why I'm doing what I'm doing. A lot of it has been a lot of apologies to people because I keep going back and doing the same thing. And I'm trying to figure out how not to do that. That's very important to me. And it's very important for me to grow. It's also very important for me to be mindful of what I say because you do hurt people when you say stuff that you don't exactly mean. So when you're before you're saying before you say anything, you should really think about it. You should think about your words and how to say it better and how to make your point across or bring your point across because sometimes when you're when you're about to jump and say to say something you it's all about your feelings about your emotions and you should stop think before you just say stuff and also think the same way thing same thing with kids kids have feelings in this book it made me realize you need to be mindful how you talk to your kids how you come across to people because especially children they're very um they're very sensitive when they're younger. They have, um, when you tell them something, they take it very seriously. It's their self-worth you're damaging. So it made me realize a lot from a parent's point of view. So I really liked your book. Would would recommend it to anybody. It's not only good be for the mental illness part, but it's good for understanding what kind of pressure you put on your children, what kind of, what are you putting out to your kids? So 
it is wasn't just about mental illness it's about being a parent and realizing what you're doing when you're talking to your children how you talk to them is so important and I, but i really did like your book you know what what children feel is very real so you know and they're at the effects your your parents are the ones that shape your internal dialogue i heard that once and i was like that's fascinating you know because your parents either can boost you up or they can cut you down and i i think that we have a responsibility to our little ones as they're being shaped as they're forming their identity as they're forming their um confidence um to be responsible with that uh i think that's so important you know i'm i just turned 48 and i started my own company and i had a, a therapy session a few weeks ago where i was talking to my therapist about you know my insecurities around starting a business not ever being an entrepreneur and we got really clear that the dialogue i have in my head is that of my mother my mother used to say who the hell do you think you are so imagine trying to start a business and having, you know, uncertainty and then having that playing in your head. Who the hell do you think you are that you can do this? So it's it's fascinating, um, you know, the things that we are taught, how we're spoken to and the impact that that can have on our lives um, if we're not present to and constantly looking at, you know, the impact that that's had on us. I totally agree with you on that. I understand where you're coming from. When I was a child, my real mother had pushed me away. Sometimes she would cry to me playing the victim and wouldn't make me feel like I was good enough to make her feel better. And she also would shut down to me. She would leave me sometimes and I wouldn't, I wouldn't hear from her. Well, I didn't hear for, from her for a couple of years. She, I would call her and she would deny that she had a child, that I was her kid. And it was a lot of pain. And so I really understand when you're listening to your inner dialogue, sometimes you don't feel good enough. Sometimes I didn't even realize that my mom had such a great impact on me. Um, I always thought she was a good person, but if I think back on everything she did to me. She was never out there for me. She was out there for herself. She's a very selfish person. And I never thought I would say that about my mom, but she would continuously, continuously leave me, continuously be quiet to me, continuously hurt me. So I would continuously chase her. And I think that's half of my difficulties in my life. So parents out there remember, Everything you do, everything you say impacts your child. So, and you know, everybody has an inner dialogue and either it's going to be a healthy dialogue or it's going to be an unhealthy dialogue. So remember when you're doing something and it's a negative impact, why are you doing this? Think about it. Take a breath and try to do the right thing. That's the most important thing. Can you tell me about the program, Perfect Just the Way You Are? You know, I put myself through a program called Landmark, and in that program, um, in the self-expression program, I was uh, one of the students that took on creating a community project, and my project was Perfect Just the Way You Are. 
Um, and it was a project that was very personal to me because I wanted children to have what I didn't have as a child. And that was the acknowledgement that I was perfect, whole, and complete just as I was. Um, so I created this project and it evolved into um, a mental health well and well-being project. Um, I wanted there to be more self-love. I wanted kids to get present to their potential, to their greatness. Uh, I wanted to teach kids what it meant to nourish the body, nourish the mind, and give them leadership skills. So, um, so this project was born out of my own healing um, to make a difference and have kids get that even if they don't get it at home, in this program they got that they were perfect, whole, and complete, and that their potential was limitless and their individuality should be celebrated. Um, so it's basically right now it's a it's a wellness fair that we run in middle schools where um, you know it's it's one day and every student in the school rotates through on their gym period and we teach them tools and techniques to really help them navigate anxiety stress um, and the challenges that go along with being in middle school and preparing for high school and the testing uh, we teach them mindfulness we teach them empathy compassion diversity um, all these, all the softer skills. So it's a, it's definitely a labor of love and something that was born out of my own healing. After hearing about this awesome program, perfect just the way you are. If we wanted to join this program or if we wanted to bring it to your schools, how can we do this, Michelle? Reach out to me through my website, and I'd be happy to um, to talk to you about how you can bring the program to your school. Um, my website is michelledickinson.com. Uh, there you'll see under programs, there's a video, actually a, tes a testimonial video of the kids that took the program um, and what they got from it and, and why it was important for them. So absolutely reach out to me through my website and uh, check out my, my children's program. Thank you for joining us tonight. Michelle has a blog and a YouTube channel. I'll put both links on my podcast. Her book, Breaking Into My Life, is on the Nook app and on Amazon if you'd like to read it, which I really enjoyed it. It helps me understand mental health illness a little better from both sides. As a parent, it makes you understand that your words can hurt your child and their self-worth. So always be mindful what you say to your children and also be mindful of how you treat others and how you talk to them. That is always important. Thank you for joining us on It's a Mad World. This is Eve. Have a great night.